everybody, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up and this week's Martial Law, the turning point in each Major League Rugby match with Iona rugby legend, Mr. Colby Marshall. Colby, we're skipping the pleasantries again, and we're going to get right to business because you got a full week to bring us up to speed on. What do you got first? That's cool with me, Matt. What I got for you is the first game I want to talk about, Utah versus Old Glory. The turning point in this one, both literally and figuratively, was a move made by Hagen Schultz when all hope seemed to be lost for the Warriors in the latter seconds of the match, he switches the field of play and finds Mika Kruse, who hits an open gap like a lightning bolt, similar to how John Powers hit the open gap like a lightning bolt against Cutstown in the CRCs. Anyway, scores a try that puts Utah within a conversion of taking the lead, in which they did. And I know I've given Hagen a tough time for his kicking this year, so it's only right that he's on the good end of a turning point for Utah this week. And it's good to see Schulte getting some positive uh, feedback from you, Cole, because you have been tough on him. And also, how about Whippy uh, picking off that pass from PTS and taking it the distance to the house for the try? Great, great match. Exciting. Old Glory really put up a good fight. Both teams, lots of points, lots of excitement for those fans in Utah. Next one. Next one, Toronto versus Rugby ATL. You know, an awesome game that saw a ton of lead changes and momentum shifts. The turning point for me came in the final minute of the game. Toronto had a three-point lead and a scrum around midfield. And after they won the scrum, all they really had to do was hang on to the ball for a few seconds and then kick it away and win the game. But the number eight, Deanna, he was called for holding the ball off of his carry off of the scrum. Not only did it give possession back to Rugby ATL, but they were able to kick the touch and put themselves in a good position to execute a line out and score the game-winning points. Yeah, I know it's early in the season, Colby, and every, anything can happen, as we saw this weekend in, in Major League Rugby, but this was, could be the nail in the coffin for Toronto, losing that match. A gut, gut-wrencher for them, and Hotlanta, Hotlanta winning another one. They're, looking, they're on the upswing. Next one. So in the match between San Diego and Seattle, the turning point was when the Legion had a five-point lead, and their fly half jumps offside to give Seattle – a line out deep inside San Diego's 22. And we all know how efficient and how dynamic Seattle's lineouts are and how important they are to who they are as a team. And they showed that when they were able to get a try off of that play by way of their winger, Siti Tamavena. And that game saw two critical momentum shifts, Matt. It proved to be a very, very exciting game, but that was one of the uh, more critical momentum shifts that we saw in the match. Yeah, and super fan of Seattle, Tony Ridnell, who's also a USA Rugby legend and is often caught walking the streets of Seattle in uh, the Seawolves costume, pointed out, aptly pointed out, that this team should have won that game by 30 points. They should have blown them out in the first half, and they didn't. They could have kind of scored a lot of points. They, they knocked some balls on they into touch, but they got the win in front of their home fans, and it's the first one in, the, in front of the home fans for a long time, so good thing. Next one up. Next one up, NOLA versus Houston. Some really great play, line breaks, and open field play in this one, Matt. When NOLA trailed by five with 10 minutes to go in the second half, NOLA fly half Timothy Gulliman found space off an offload by Julian Dominguez and made a long run that set the gold up for what would be the match deciding points. I mean, it was a huge play. It came right after Houston scored a try to go up by five points, and it was literally the epitome of answering your opposition, uh, you know, with a big play. And it was 
it was great to see from Nola, and it really set them up to win the game. Huge win for Nola Nate Osborne and the gold, and another heartbreaking loss for a very competitive Houston Sabercats team. Their record doesn't indicate or is not indicative other than those two whitewashes that they had of this team. And I think we're going to hear more from the Sabercats as we go. But next one up. Next one up. I mean, let's get right to it. Verney versus LA, the game that everybody was waiting for me to talk about, obviously. But a great game. Congratulations to New York. The high tackle that was made on New York's Fosse Fuatai was the turning point for me. It evened the teams out again after a yellow card was dealt out to New York. And Hollins had proceeded to make a clutch kick to go up by two points. And uh, points that proved to be the game-winning points of the match. Yeah, crazy, crazy match. Uh, I, I had the pleasure of calling the match with Mike Petrie and Alex Jimo. And it was... I am I am literally drained right now. I'm, I'm exhausted, and all I did was talk. All right, I think we got the last one, right? Give us the last one. Yeah, Matt, the last match, Austin versus New England, you know, and a half dominated by Connor Mooneyham and Austin. New England were really in need of anything that could give them a spark, and Dan Power and Brian Hightower made a good point that going into halftime with no points for New England would have been really tough, not only for the sake of playing the game, but mentally as well. Have no fear, New England, because Johnny Poland is always there. He's always there for you guys, breaking off a big run out of a line out, feeding his winger in the fashion that he did. It was great for the team's energy, got the crowd going, and it was five points that they scored that they needed to come away to escape with a four-point victory. You mentioned the fans. The, the 16th man were those wicked, smart Massachusetts fans that backed their free jacks. To the victory. Very, very, very cool to see that happen. I was wrong. Picked, um, picked the Austin Gilgronis, who were still trying to figure out their identity, and I think they are too. And this was a big test on the road and, and, and a test at home for the Free Jacks. And kudos, New England, for that big win. Uh, what else? Do you got any uh, final thoughts for us as we, before we run out of time on you, Colby? Well, final thoughts, I definitely don't think the New England fans appreciate that imitation, Matt. Secondly, I have to... Again, shout out Rugby United New York on a great game. You know, maybe if they, you know, gave some time to Connor Buckley, it would have turned out differently for them. But, hey. And what about your buddy, Uwasani Filikatanga, a.k.a. Watson Filikatanga? Yeah, Watson, he's – it was great seeing Watson, of course. He got into the game late, uh, made a nice tackle. He's definitely, I think, going to be featured for them um, moving forward. Hopefully this as soon as this season, but it was great to see Watson. Yes, uh, Watson, sorry we didn't get a chance to chat. It was good seeing you. Uh, you look great. But on that note, Colby, we are out of time on this week's Martial Law. Thank you for your hard work, and thank you at home for tuning in. And while you wait for next week's Martial Law, you can tune into our other segments, including – 